Yo, 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 what it is, man? It's your boy, Yerdy G. It's Nick White, the pig, man. Jalen Towey, clown. And this is the first episode of the Toxic Icon Podcast. Don't forget, stay toxic. Arr. All right, y'all. So first off, we want to say thank y'all for being here, checking us out. It's been a lot, a uh, long time coming, a lot of talks, a lot of behind-the-scenes work. And uh, this is our first episode. Really excited to be here. And I want to start it off this way. Uh, what's it like working in a haunted house for y'all? Wait, wait, first off, first off, Nick, don't forget, comment, like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a goldfish, tell everybody. Tell your grandma who don't like haunted houses, who won't go in the haunted house, she got to follow us too. Everybody. They all got to follow us. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, that's what it is. This this the first episode, man. What is it like working in a haunt? Nick, what's it like for you? You can't live without it. If you if if you really love it, like if you really love it, if you've been doing it as long as we've been doing it, like you can't you cannot live without it. Like we'll say we may not have a whole lot of time to do it in the fall when it comes around, but where we end up at, right, right back to right, the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. It is what it is. Like once you start, you can't stop. That's why I tell people you'll either sink or swim in the haunted house, man. We'll we'll know if you love it or not. You know. That's that's how I feel about it. That's that's real, man. Like I retired probably three times. This man retired like five times, man. <laughs> yeah. He's still back. Yep. Said he wasn't, and then he comes back. For real, Jalen. How, how you feel? What is it like for you? I, I love it, man. Um, I think like like that uh, like what Nick was saying. You know, um, either you with it or you're not. You know, it's like me personally. I've been with it since like the beginning, so that's why I keep coming back because I love it and I met you guys. You know, and it's a big family too. So. You know, I think that's the important thing, you know, big family that we've started. Yeah, that's me. I've been I've been down since uh two thousand and two, freshman year of high school. Yeah, I've been down since two thousand and ten. Two thousand ten. I didn't start where we currently act in two thousand ten. I started out in my backyard and worked my way up, but two thousand ten is when I started, it's when I got into it. Okay. So like you you created your own hunt? I did. I did so I did two backyard hunts. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I hated them. I thought they were fucking horrible. But uh, <laughs> all my friends came out and supported. So that was cool. Shout out to my friends, man. But I did two in my backyard. Um, I wanted it to be like a professional haunted house. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. when they come in, you go through that haunted house, and then it's time for you to bounce out. You know what I'm saying? But everybody just ended up hanging out in my backyard to the point where my mom was like, well, I got to go to the store because we got to feed all these kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... That wasn't the goal. The goal was not to have a Halloween party. I just wanted y'all to come to my haunted house and just like, you know, like like the real haunted houses are. You go through and then that's it. Like right. you go on about your night. That's cool. But I did that. And then um, if y'all know Jamestown Mall up in Florissant, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. me and some friends in high school, we all put our ideas together and did a haunted house in the mall before they completely closed and, and condemned it. So, so did y'all see the bubble heads too? Man, we definitely been down that road a couple times. That's a different story. For so, like, are they day. are they real or is it just? You know, I I personally people... didn't see nothing. I personally didn't see it. You can only get so close. There's a gate back there, so once you get to that gate, you can't go past there anyway. It's like they always have a cop on standby back there. There's always something in the way of going back there and seeing whatever that real legend is. Jalen, you ever seen him? No, I've never seen him. Have you have you heard of the Bubbleheads before? I mean, I've heard of them, but no, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've wanted to see them. I haven't seen them. No, that's a a strong legend that like it's that legend is still big in North County today. But like, I can honestly say I never seen. That's them. crazy, bro. Like I, I heard of them, yeah. but I've never actually went out that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard you know they look like something off of uh, the movie Wrong Turn. Then I heard that you know if you do cross that path, then now they'll eat you alive, terrorize you, all this other stuff. So I just I don't yeah. even know if they're real. Nobody really knows. Some people claim they've seen them, but other people claim they haven't. Some people say it's just a legend, it's just a myth. Nobody knows. I know the last time I went, it was like homecoming night or whatever, and a bunch okay. of us rode down Carrico Road. And uh, when we got down there, it was raining, and there was a couple of cops down there. And they had to get all of us to turn around. Now, check it. This is a one-way street. Scratch that. A one-way 
dirt road in the woods. The Missouri River runs right through there. You know what I'm saying? Uh Cops (laughs) turn us around and like everybody just playing, like literally playing bumper cars with each other because it's a one-way street. And we got, I mean, we like 30, 40 cars deep all the way down the street trying to turn around and we can't, we couldn't go nowhere. Like it was, that was probably the scariest part about going to see the Bubbleheads was the fact that they had it on lock like that. So it makes me wonder what actually is back there. I don't like that. Yeah, me either. I, I don't I, like that. Yeah, I haven't been back since. I have not been back since. Yeah, like for all y'all that don't know, the Bubbleheads, it's a St. Louis thing. They've been talking about it probably since my parents were kids. Yeah. So, like, apparently, like I said, these are these deformed people. They look like characters off of the wrong turn or some type of cannibal. I don't know what they personally look like. I've never seen them. I don't know if they're real. But for all of our out-of-state listeners, go to Bubblehead Road. Carico Road. Carico Road. Thank you, Nick. Carico Road. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's that's, So I see everybody got starts in the haunt world at different times. Speaking of haunt world, shout out Larry the man. Shout out Larry Frightener. Yeah, man. Like it's Owner, head honcho, Scarefest St. Louis. Darkness, Limp Brewery, Creepy World. Shout out our Hunt family. Facts. So like, speaking of that, everybody, like you said, everybody has a story. Everybody has a start in the heart world. How did you end up getting into the heart world? Like, not only your first thing, but what what drove you to go audition for Scarefest? How did it happen? What was that story? Like, how did you get into it? Because everybody has a different story. Jalen, I'll let you take it first. Jalen, go ahead. Right. You go first, man. Well, so that was basically, so for me, I had been wanting to do it for like a while. So it was just like in the back of my mind. I just like never did it. But like then I pushed myself. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to do it this year. Like so finally. So then, and plus, I mean, I've always loved like horror stuff. And so like, and just like scaring people, you know, I've always just, you know, I enjoy scaring people. So I just figured one day, all right, I'm, once haunt season comes, I'm going to, uh, try to you know go and audition and so then uh, I auditioned and I made and that's uh, that's how it started. That's history. Yep. Okay. Gertie, what's up with you? How how'd you end up doing it? So mine mine's a little bit more in depth. So as we all know, I love horror. So it started off seventh grade. I was twelve years old. Okay. My mom took me to my first hundred house. Ironically, it was Terror Visions. When it was a standstill. Yeah, this is back then when Terror Visions was by itself on nineteenth uh, and Washington. Okay. She took me down there, and my first actor manager, Nikki Sheets, Shout she out was Nikki. she was running things down there, and she scared me to the point that I said I need to do this. And I auditioned literally every year from twelve up to, you know, my freshman year, and they finally let me in. I was obsessed with it. So bro. you auditioned for three for, for three seasons before back to, you got the yeah. call. Back to back. And it's only because of my age, they wouldn't let me work. So it was an age thing. Did yeah. you like go? Like, I mean, for me, that's all another reason I went, like, I would always go to like Creepy World Limp and Darkest House because that was another reason too. Like, I would watch the actors. Did you ever go like, or like, uh, walk through before you were like started as an actor? So I didn't actually go into the darkness until the year I finally got hired. Okay. And that's back when it was still in the old building that's lost now. Okay. Next door. Yeah. Okay. So. For me, so I told you I did those, the two backyard hunts and the Jamestown Mall hunt, and I got so obsessed with it, I was like, I need to figure out how to take this further. Like, how do I open one that, you know, would basically be professional and be taken seriously? But 14-year-old me didn't have no kind of bread <laughs> to pull that off. So what happened was is I went to the darkness. Uh, I went through it. Fell in love with the detail, the entire experience, the acting crew that they had in there. You were probably in there that night, honestly. Like, I went through there. It wasn't even about being scared, but it was just the entire atmosphere of the whole haunted house. The lighting, the fog, the detail, everything. It just pulled me into where I said, I got to do this. So, uh, following year comes around, and I had nothing to do that night after school. And I was just like, I know they're doing auditions down there. I might as well drive down to check it out. Exactly. And that's exactly what I, I just jumped in the car. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I knew I had to wear all black. I knew I had to have some water, but I had no idea what what it was going to entail. And I just went down there. It was me and five other people. They auditioned all of us at once. And for 
from what I can remember, four out of the five of us made it. Only one person didn't. I don't know if that was a personal decision or what, but four out of the five of us made it through. So that that's that's a sidebar right there. Nate mentioned water. So for everybody that's thinking about auditioning this year and you want to work there, this is definitely a job, but it's not a traditional job. It's more of a I was a boot camp. Yeah. Yeah, it's more it's more it's more of a boot camp drill style. So of course, you know, bring water, bring cough drops. You know, don't just be on your phone. You know, if you got things going on, like, you know, you got a family, somebody's sick, uh, you don't have transportation, you know, let somebody know, especially somebody in upper management. Yeah, you still got to treat it like. Yeah, you know, treat it like a job, of course, even though it's only a month and a half. And that's for any haunted house because of whoever's watching this. If you're not in the St. Louis area, you want to audition for a haunted house in your area, it's still just as important. Like, that is Extremely important, especially in a big time haunted house. No matter where it is you work, communication is key, man. I'm telling you, yeah, because this is a physical job. This is a job where everybody won't last. You know, you got some people they in love with horror. They do makeup, all of this, but some people drop like flies within the first hour because they can't handle it. Because it, it gets it gets hot in there. It only takes a night. Yeah, it's all yeah. it takes. Yeah, they, or, it takes yeah. a night. Yeah, yeah. some people feel like. Oh, give me a couple weekends. Or, no, it takes a night. That's all it takes. It takes one night. Because it like, and, and a night where you got people coming through the haunted house consistently, if you don't have the stamina to put up with that, it, it may not be for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, and that's okay. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But, like, it realistically takes a, one night. It definitely does. One night. So, speaking of nights, since we're talking about, the experience of working in the haunted house, what would be you all's favorite night at the haunted house? Um, um, like, what night went off more than any of the other nights you've ever worked at the haunted house? Like, this night is the one, every time you think about the haunted house, this is the one you think of. Like, I'll go last. That night. Y'all, y'all, um, y'all can go first. I'd say probably, like, the definitely, like, the Saturday is probably, like, the, the Saturday before, like, uh, Halloween, that's always, like, I think my favorite. That's yeah. always the business. I mean, night. we get slammed that night. So I think yeah. those are always so fun to work. Just like, just, like, everybody comes. I would say there was one night, and this was some years back, and I've had a lot of great nights at the haunted house, but this one night in particular, we were so busy that we had a line all the way down to Sular Market. For those of y'all who don't know, Sular Market is close to the darkness, but it's not – that close to the darkness like that many people from our front door through the zigzag lines that we have out there and everything like that that is a whole lot of people and we were supposed to close the box office at 12 o'clock this is still when we went to like one in the morning yeah box office is supposed to close at 12 push all these people through right security guard sends my section lead at the time lawrence shout out to lawrence and huggalo he sends them a picture of the line and tells them to, like, basically buckle up because we're not going nowhere for another couple hours. We went to about 3 in the morning because over the radio we heard the owner of the hunt say, no, nah, we need to keep it open. There's too much money out here to close it right now. We got to keep it open. Like, that was probably one of my favorite nights because everybody was dog tired, but we still stuck that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really – we pushed, like we pushed, we kept going. We got all those people through the haunted house. And at the end of the night, he did. He paid us a little more. So that was cool too. Like everybody was appreciative. But man, like that night, it, it just felt like a family. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was ready to go, but we all pushed through it. So that was probably my favorite night. I got a bunch of nights, but that one, only the real survived in that one. For real, for real. For real. Cause like you don't even talk about the people that like can't handle it, the people that pass out, the people that dehydrate. You know what I'm saying? Those things happen in on house too. Every night. Every night. What's your favorite night, Jalen? Oh, I have a, I have a lot. Um, many. Uh, but yeah, like, like I said, probably just the. Uh, you said the big Saturday. Yeah, the nights. big Saturday night. Uh, oh, for me. <laughs> Nick, you know about this. The night that I sprained my ankle. Uh, which, which, uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Which time? Uh, the first time? Oh, <laughs> dang. You're going to look at me like that. I no, mean, uh, let me see. 2020. Okay. 
I think uh, what maybe like an hour in, I got hurt. Yeah, it was very early in the night. Because every, early, everybody outside was going off. And it's like the chemistry was on point. It's like I knew where Nick was at. Nick knew where James was at. James knew where Wilson was at. And then next we thing didn't you know, know where your ass was at. Right, right. <laughs> we had no idea where you went. <laughs> and just like every time I get hurt, y'all thought I was playing. It's crazy because we saw Yerding outside chasing a group of kids. Like they ran down the street and he ran after him. And then like in the distance, all we saw was Yerdy fall. That was it. Like, we saw Yerdy, and then we didn't see him no more. And we didn't see him for probably what? Probably a good 45, yeah, 50 minutes 45. because he had to go in the back and, like, get his ankle looked at and everything. And the next time we saw him, he was coming out the, out the building with his regular clothes on. He was like, yeah, I'm done for the year. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. Hey, my bad, Yerdy. But, yo, that, that was crazy. Hurt, man. The way that happened, that was just crazy. All I know is I was flying in. Yeah, you nah, you was moving. We, we told Yerdy, we said you need to wear some boots. You wear some good boots. Yeah, he doesn't wear Jordans anymore. He came under the Jordans. Jordans, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, you can't work in the hunt house without injuries. There are some people that get through without getting hurt. Yeah, but that's far and few between. I didn't get hurt last year. You didn't. You didn't. For the yeah. first, the yeah. first time in four seasons. First time. That's good. That was the first time I mean, yeah, in four in four seasons after getting hurt every year. That's the first time I didn't get hurt. And since we just talking about, you know, like haunted houses, I want to know from like we'll go down the line. Your favorite haunted house that you are not affiliated with. Favorite haunted house, you you didn't even have to go through it, but like your favorite hunt ever that like you are not affiliated with. What is that haunted house for you? Netherworld. Netherworld? Netherworld is literally a Hollywood show. Netherworld is sick. I would love to go. I haven't gone yet, but. Netherworld, for those of y'all who don't know, is in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, it is one of the biggest and most respected haunted houses in the country, and they do it big every year. Like, they do a completely different show every year. It's a completely different theme. Like, it is completely different every year. Uh, for me personally, because definitely shout out to Netherworld. And I just got hip to this haunted house, this in particular haunted house not too long ago. But it would probably be Fright Kingdom up in New Hampshire. And if y'all haven't New Hampshire. Yeah. And if y'all haven't watched a video of that, you gotta go see Fright Kingdom. And you can't go see Fright Kingdom without going to see uh Haunted Overload. Cause they're right there next to each other. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. Haunted Overload. Haunted Overload. And then uh Cutting Edge in Dallas. Or Fort Worth, I think it is. Same. Yeah, same thing. What about you, Jalen? What you got? Definitely Hell's Gate. Uh, shout out Hell's Gate. Oh, An, uh, amazing haunted house. That's a badass haunted house. Badass, man. so good. Hell's Gate is... I think what I like about Hell's Gate the most is the fact that they black out the buses that they drive you up to the actual haunted house in. Like, Bruh. if you look up the address yeah. to Hell's Gate on Google, yeah, you don't get the actual... Haunted house itself, you get the parking lot that you park in and buy your ticket at. That's it. Because they put you on the bus, and then the buses are blacked out, so it creates an illusion as if you have no idea where you're going. So then you get off the bus, and you're just in the middle of the woods, but yeah. you still have no idea where you are. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to walk up that trail, and then eventually you make it into the haunted house. I like that. That haunted house is sick, man. So Tell good. me. No, no. What, what's those two we went to in Peora in November? Uh, we went to Old State Mine Haunted Trail. That's what it was. And uh, Aurora Haunted House. Yes, is, Aurora. I shout love out to Aurora. Aurora. I don't know if this is either their second year or their third year, but they are still a fairly new haunted house. And that show was great. Killed. And we went, and just so y'all know, we went through on the very last night of their season. Blackout night. Usually the last night of the season Everybody's worn out. You don't really get the best show, but no, like they they really gave us a show. Like it was great. They really gave us a show. What was your favorite part about that haunted house? Bro, uh so in fact, do both, do both. Cause we went, you know, we did two of them. So I don't remember which was which. Okay. But we went through like a funeral scene. I remember okay, that was at Aurora Haunted House. Bro, the girl, yeah. I legit, and you know, like we know this stuff. I really thought she was a prop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
No, I, I really like the room where they had a maze that was made out of all the old riding, uh, like, rusty bicycles and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And going through there, and they had a dude in there dressed up uh, kind of to look like the rusting metal that was in the room. Yeah. And I, I just thought that was – I thought that was great. And uh, the fact that they did that haunted house in their old, like, mental asylum or whatever yeah. in Peoria – no better location to do one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was if, if it's vacant, you might as well just go ahead and do one there. So that's what I think about about that one. And then in terms of old state mine, just the overall Halloween feel about it. It was just walk through the woods and get scared while you're going through it. And like that's cool. That was their theme. There was no real theme. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't always need a theme. Like you just Go through the woods. Right. Just being that environment alone, it'll yeah. give somebody anxiety. Yeah, man. 40 degrees outside. They take you back to the woods on a trailer. Like, when we got on it, we were like, yeah, I don't know about this. Like, and we don't really say that when we go through haunted houses, but that one even had us a little iffy about it because it was so, we were just unsure how it was supposed to go. Right. And it just didn't, me on we didn't know. You did your job. Right. So, that's what I think about that one. Yeah. So, like, in terms of what it's like working in the haunted house, I think something that people don't really talk about is uh, the adversity that you face while working in a haunted house. For real, though. Like, yeah. you face a whole lot of adversity. I can speak for myself. I, I have faced so much adversity working in a haunted house. You, you do. Highs and lows, yeah. bro. Like it's, it's, a, it's a lot of highs. There are definitely a lot of lows. Definitely. Uh, to speak on the highs, like it, it can be a family environment. Of course, there's a lot of incentive to do better. Of course, they care about your safety. Like you know, if you need some, you got you know you want to take a smoke break, you got to use it. You right. are you okay in general? Now, as far as the lows, um, so first off, you have the clicks. It could be a haunted house could be like a high school sometimes, bro. Yeah, like for yeah. real. It, yeah, it really you, got, you got your click, so you have yeah. it can be divisive as far as race, <clears throat> first and foremost. It can be divisive as far as the actors that couldn't make the cut, but they want to hang around a specific person, whether it's the actor manager, uh section leader, break room, or whoever it is, because that's their way in to get a radio. Mm. And once they get a radio, we all hundred houses deal with this. Once these specific group of people get a radio, about to get they <laughs> they about to get they don't know how to talk to people, and then you have to you have to go off on them, and then it's always gonna be a person defending them like, oh, well, he or she's just young, they're really stressed. Well, if you are stressed, you shouldn't be working in a high stress environment. You should also learn how to talk to people like an adult. I feel that. We had a lot of that in the darkness. We had a lot of that uh, in yeah. Limp when I worked at Limp also. It's just kind of like, I don't know if y'all know about it, but that Facebook group called Hunt Hub. Have y'all seen that? Yeah, I know about yeah. Hunt Hub, yeah. I don't never really look on there. I, I was in it for a while, but I, I took myself out of it because I didn't want to be a part of the negativity. Because all yeah. of, it was just negativity, man. Like, we've been in the haunted house for... However many years, twenty. You get man. these kids that come in from you know these high school kids that come in and are excited and they're just they're just like getting into the hard world. They want to get to know it a little more. They're inspired by us, but we don't want to help them out. We don't want to give them any pointers. I mean, there's that, a that way, happens too. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a way to give them pointers without downing them. And that that in particular Facebook group was just an actor that's saying, oh. I'm making this costume. I want to do this costume. I think it looks cool. And a bunch of people just and talking about it. A bunch of people them. just like, yeah, just like trashing them about their idea. If you have the experience, this is what I feel. If you have the experience and you have the knowledge that would make that costume better, why don't you like privately message them and just ask them if they would be willing to like get some feedback on the costume? Can I help you out? Can I help you like? Spice this costume up so you can look a little better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But instead, they just bashing people online. Yeah, see you know what me? I'm saying? That's not cool. And that builds egotistical stuff. And that 
that ego stuff, that that's a big thing in the haunted community overall. It don't matter if you're a prop maker, an owner, an actor. That a creates fanatic. resent, yeah. It's all over the place. You, We've all been to the yeah. convention. You know how it is on the showroom floor. People don't want to talk to you. Like, you want to ask somebody how they're doing, and people just, like, bypass you. You know what I'm saying? Because they're too cool for you. They're too, like, too cool to talk to you. And yeah. that's, been, that's been a problem in the haunt world as long as I've been in it. Definitely as long as I've been in it. Yeah, see, I'm all for taking a rookie up under my wing. Definitely. That's Definitely. that's what I'm going to do this year. Take a rookie up under my wing. He's not coming outside, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to help him out as much as possible. Let him feel comfortable. Let no, him know the yeah. ins and yeah. outs. Let him know the do's and don'ts. I just feel like the biggest thing is you can learn something from everybody. You can. Yeah. I mean, we all learn from each other, so. That's right. it. Right. We yeah. bounce we off each other on the side every day. Yeah. Chemistry is a big thing in the haunted house. Chemistry is huge in the haunted house. Like, yeah. when we're outside working the line or whatever, and we, like, communicating through the radio across the line, setting people up in line so we can get a good scare or telling each other we need to space out or we need to be taking more pictures. We haven't taken enough pictures tonight. You know, things like that. It's all about chemistry, like, but we don't get mad at each other about that. Right, you we just like, all right, just, you know, this what happened. Let's, let's, try to, let's try to correct it next go right. around. Like and for anybody, on. yeah, for anybody who knows, especially in St. Louis, like escape room people, <laughs> we get clouded about that all the time. Yeah. Man. Leave like, us alone. Yeah, <laughs> like, but not. we don't know. You just right. Look like you, people. you chose to come on the night that we're open. Yeah, you but just look like people. You look like people going to the haunted house. So it's like exactly. But see, another thing with us is that we don't get mad at each other because our delivery isn't jacked up. We don't. No. I don't come at you. Hey, Nick, what the fuck you doing? Hey, Jalen, why you ain't getting... You no, know, we just... Hey, bro, let me holler at you real quick. And it's quick. Yeah, and, and, we, quick and we going about our business. Because the line is always... what. I, that's one thing I've learned. These people watch, man. These people that go to the haunted house, they want to catch you off. So, like, even if we do have to holler at each other, we do it quickly, but yep. you may even still do it in character. Like Exactly. There is no... There's no breaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to yeah. keep going. We put on the show... Definitely, because you won't scare everybody. Jalen with that taser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so you, won't, you won't scare everybody, but you can make people laugh. You can make somebody's night memorable, get a picture with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Make a little kid comfortable. That's it. I'll get down, especially because, now, nah, I don't know if you all know this, but I've noticed this. The five- and six-year-old kids are less scared than their parents. Yeah, that's true. That's that's so, that's their parents so are the ones. They got... They got fucked up by a horror movie back in the day, and they can't. They yeah, they, can't they, do they, it. they saw they saw Tim Curry version of Pennywise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they saw the original it, and they can't shake what they saw 30 years ago. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And now their five year old kid wants to go to the haunted house, and they're like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can take you to the haunted house. No, you got to take him to the haunted house. Yeah, they find this. You got to take him. Oh, the teacher called seven months ago. Right. <laughs> Said you got an F. You can't go to the haunted house. No. It's a new nah, school year, Dad. I don't care. <laughs> right. You messed up. Right. You messed up. But that's what I noticed, man. Especially, like, these dudes that will bring their girlfriends. Because we all know about the couples that go to a haunted house. The dude want to be a macho one. And he's the one that's off. scared the most. Yeah. Well, look at you. Hey, leave my girl alone, bro. Your girl ain't even scared. Your girl's not tripping off me, but you can't stand me. No, nah, my, my personal favorite, we all black in here. The oh, black yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially Hands the ones, Hands especially down, the ones the that, that come Hands there on down. that. They, you doing too much. Get back, bro. Why you touching me? I'm not touching you. You touching me. Nah, my favorite are the black people that come to the haunted house and tell you that you're doing too much. So then you back off, and they get mad because you backed yeah. off. But then you lunge at them a little bit. They a mile down the street because you lunged at them. Exactly. They scared. Yeah. They scared. They, or the ones they'll say they're oh they're not scared, but then they and then you yeah. scare them and they are scared. They pull up in Ubers at the haunted house, coming out like clown cars, and then they see <laughs> you standing there minding your own, and just because they saw you, <coughs> they don't even want to buy a ticket. Remember Wilson hopping in Uber. Remember when he hopped oh, the on that party, party bus? bus. Yeah. <laughs> he hopped on that party bus. They took off with him. That was, it, that man, was shout that out bro. to Wilson. That's that's Poppy a clown for all y'all that Willow D. Shout out to Willow Shout D. out Will, man. Um, but yeah, those those are definitely my favorite people out there. I don't care what nobody says. Dude. It's not even a race 
thing, but the black people in a haunted house. That's the show. They keeping the haunted houses going because they don't like this shit. They don't. But, but they come every year. Like, they come back every year. Like, we may be some of the only ones that do like it. They come back every year, and then they go through the haunted house, and they get terrified. I love going through and scaring them inside the house. Because yes. when they take off running, they can only go oh, forward. Up. They it's can't up. go nowhere else. They can only go forward. Man, get back, man. That's my favorite part about it. But tell favorite, my mama. Favorite part. <laughs> don't touch me. I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta check them though. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like and they I start talking reckless, man. Mm-hmm. Like you better stop. If they start roasting you in the line, you gotta roast them back. That's the yeah, they get mad, they get heated in front of everybody, <laughs> and they start people start laughing at them. I think another underrated customer at the haunted house is the high school kids coming after homecoming. Oh my god, those are the best nights. Those are the best nights because for one, you got the girls that come down there wearing the dress and the heels. Not knowing, like let's let's use the darkness for instance. You got sand on the first floor all the way through. You coming in with heels, you ready to have sand everywhere. And if you fall, it's over. It's over with. Yeah. You know it's what I'm over. saying? It's over with. But those are my favorite. They come, they go to the haunted house. We terrorize them in the haunted house. Then they come out. That whole homecoming outfit is ruined by the time yeah, they come don't. out on the other end. Like. I don't know about y'all, but anytime I went after homecoming, I always went home and changed. Like, I already knew we may get sprayed by water. We may get chased and fall. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we was in a creepy world. Like, that's outdoors and gravel. I'm not wearing my nice outfit out there. I was on punishment for homecoming. Uh, So I didn't get to work or nothing. You already wasn't following directions. (laughs) That's... The whole experience of working in the haunted house, that's like the best thing. Another thing that's underrated is just the prep. Yeah. The prep beforehand. And I mean like the audition prep, the prep when you get there in the evening before, you know, you open. I try to get there an hour and a half before because I don't want to get there and just immediately hop in all my stuff. I like to, hear, you know, like put a little bit of stuff on and just chill out, hang out with people, catch up with people, yeah. see how they're doing or whatever because I can gradually get myself there. You know me, I'm showing up five minutes before we open. Gertie is showing up <laughs> as the lights go off. For real, I'm but showing Jaylen up right will be there before we open. Jalen will be there with me when I get there. Because I sit there long enough, you know, I'm old, man. I'm going to be sleepy. <laughs> or just play your music and then you're good, you know? Uh, <laughs> That's something I want to touch on, especially with, like, what you just said, playing your music or something like that. <laughs> Hell's Gate, the pump up that they have up there before they go in the haunted house, it's like a whole thing. It should honestly be in a movie. That's one of my favorite parts about it. Like, they get everybody ready. The managers, uh, shout out to John LaFlamboy, owner and runner of uh, Zombie Army Productions, Statesville Hunter Prison, Hell's Gate Hunter House. All of them just, like, completely in the zone. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be in the zone. We've all had nights where we're not in the zone, but you got to be in the zone. And they got, like, a whole chant, a whole thing that they do. You know what I'm saying, and the act, and the managers are right in there with them, getting them hyped up. I just love that. I've always gotten a kick out of that. And their audition process is like three weeks long. Like you really be going through a boot camp to get that. Yes, three weeks. Honestly, like if you go watch that vlog on YouTube, uh, Days of the Living Dead Zombie Army Productions, they do like an episode a week leading up to the haunted house season, and they start from the build up to pre-classes to auditions to opening night all the way through to the very end of the season. And they document everything. Like, I know it was one episode where they fired somebody on camera. Like, fired him. I don't know what he did. He did something stupid in the haunted house. He was an actor. And they showed the manager chewing him out, you know, about Oh, they shouldn't have showed that, man. I wouldn't have showed it, but it got the views. (laughs) that's crazy. (laughs) It got the views, man. I might be the reason why we can't fire people no more. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? What do you think about uh, like pre classes? These are classes before you audition. Like, even if you still come in audition and you don't make the cut, you come to this class. 
we teach you not only how to act, but how to improvise, how to move, how to do all these different things. You know what I'm saying? Like like a ghoul school, like we do. What, right, except it's more, it's longer and more but in it, depth. Yeah, more in depth and more focused on like one specific thing each time you go. I like it. Because it it fine tunes vets for one if they if they choose to attend. Secondly, right. the new people, it makes them comfortable with being in these situations. I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I think that's another thing too. I, uh, the more time that they have to like learn it, I think the better, the more comfortable they'll be. I feel like sometimes you know they'll go new people, especially they like don't they go in there and uh, they don't know. Yeah, and because they don't have they don't have enough practice, they don't, they don't have enough time doing it. So I think especially a lot more practice and like early on, I think would be very helpful. Yeah, we we should definitely uh, talk to Patty about that. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, we can definitely get something going about that. Cause, I mean, it's not like every haunted house does it. Every haunted house has their own way. Because I'm also a firm believer in throw them in the haunted house. Yep, that's the only like that's the best way to I learn. I feel like that's by... really how I learned. Yeah. We had some like some training classes leading up to when the season started, but once the season started, people started coming through. They just threw us in the haunted house. Yep, best way to learn about repetition. Some, you know, some people, some people threw up. You know what I'm saying? Not <laughs> me. I didn't throw up. But like, there were some people throwing up, but just I don't know. I just feel like going in the haunted house, being in it, being in that environment is what's gonna help you learn. Every haunted house is different. We've been through haunted houses with prime air conditioning. We don't have yes. air conditioning at ours. No. So you got to be ready. Television has air conditioning, but they never use it. I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I'm <laughs> serious. Going off. So like, Look, going off. I've probably been in there like maybe, and they've only used it probably twice. So <clears> so <throat> I don't know why they don't use it, but I <laughs> think you can't do it without being hot. No, it don't. Like even if there is AC, you can't. Well, no. So when I ran televisions for those the first four years, it was open. We had heat also. Cause you gotta think about those slow nights in October. This is back when we worked every day in October. Those slow nights in October, it's cold if you're not moving around. Right. So you gotta move around to stay yeah. warm. Yeah. Definitely. So they when, once I found out we had heat, I used to shut that shit on every day. Yeah. Jim used to be like, "Hurt? Why you messing with the Jim? It wasn't me, bro. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't do it at all. Shout out to Jim Kelly, man. Man, for real, I miss Jim, man. Yeah. He's like in Branson, right? On yeah, he was on. Runs a zoo now, yeah. Like he, yeah, he's got some good stuff going on out there. Speaking of haunted houses, in terms of our podcast, we definitely want to do giveaways. Yes. Do you want to tell them a little bit about the giveaway that we've been cooking up? Yeah. So it's gonna be a few giveaways, but the f- the first giveaway is my personal favorite. So of course, as we stated, you know, like, comment, subscribe, tell everybody. But that first giveaway is one night admission to Halloween Horror Nights. Your choice, whether it's Hollywood or Orlando. So all you got to do is follow us on all our socials. Yep, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of it. You got to see you on all of it. And then we need you to comment under our very first post on our Instagram page, the hashtag, Stay toxic. That's it. And then by episode three, the plan is to announce a winner. And it'll just be randomly picked. We ain't picking no favorites. Right. And you still got to buy your own uh, plane ticket. So Yeah, you got to buy your own plane well, we ticket. We got your ticket to your HHN, own, though. Your own Airbnb or hotel, but we will pay for one-night admission to Halloween Horror Nights. And once again, this is your choice. And choose wisely. Orlando or Hollywood. <laughs> yes, they are both different. I've been to... Hollywood and Orlando, a total of seven times. Which do you prefer? Which do I prefer? Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. So I'm going to Hollywood this year. Uh, my first time at Horror Nights was last year in Orlando, and I thought it was so well done. Yeah, Nick's I thought on. it was so well done. People always want to debate Fright Fest at Six Flags and Horror Nights, and I'm like, that is... <laughs> That's, that is like it's the a biggest whole, slap in the face. To yeah, you, you, can't, you can't compare the two. You can't. No, That's you like, can't. It's not even close. It's not even close. 
But that's why we have to give away the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Because there are people out there that are like, why would I pay $80 to go to Horror Nights when I could just go free on my, like, $50 ticket to Six Flags? If you go, you'll see why. It's no pun. It's a Hollywood experience. <laughs> that was a good one. Though. Also, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I got to laugh at that one. That I got to point something out. If you do go... This is very crucial. Make sure you get that express pass. Yes. Because yes. if you're not, you're not, your ass, your you're not going to be seeing anything because uh, you will probably <laughs> miss most of the haunted houses. So the express pass is very important. Like the express pass is essential. Yes. If you do not get an express pass, you're giving them money. Like you literally, you might see maybe two hunts out of the, out of the 10 or 13 that they You'll have. You'll get one, but yeah. two if you get lucky. Yeah. That's how crowded it gets. Yeah, because the waits are as long as ride lines. Like last year, uh, I know the the Michael Myers house, the wait was six hours. They're only open for eight hours. Yeah, that was crazy. We we really did all ten houses with that pass, so it was worth it. And by the way, the ticket prices vary depending on the date. So whoever wins the giveaway, you need to let us know what date that is that you would like to attend. Yes. Halloween Horror Nights because it definitely varies. We're going to get you together, though. We want we definitely want somebody to go on behalf of Toxic Icon. Let us know what you think about it. Personally, I think Halloween Horror Nights is one of the best Halloween events out there. Yes. I agree. Like, hands down. Fright Fest used to be. Fright Fest used to be dope. It used to be really good. I don't know what happened, but. It used to be good. Now a lot of the other theme parks are starting to, uh, you know, implement their own versions. But ain't none of y'all beating Halloween Horror Nights right now. Like it's just not happening. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens. That one is good. That one's good. And uh, Hollow Hollow Scream at SeaWorld. SeaWorld, yes. That one's good too. That's brand new. I've I've been to Bush Gardens. Have you been there for Hollow Scream or just regular Bush Gardens? I've been for Hollow Scream. Okay, how is it? So, it's like a mini Horror Nights, obviously. Okay. Uh, There were five hunts. Three of them were good. Two were in. And then the Scare Zones, all on point. See, that's what I've noticed. Like, some of these theme parks will kind of not necessarily lack in the haunted house area, but put more into the Scare Zones. It's cheaper to put on a scare zone than it is put on a whole hunt. You know what yep. I'm saying? But, like, I've seen some really good scare zones. Even at Six Flags St. Louis, like, I've seen some. They used to have this scare zone at the front of the park where they used to have these trolls running around. I can't remember exactly what the mask looked like, you know, like, I know face and everything. About, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though? Like, they really didn't do much, but they just kind of, they had a certain kind of movement, a certain kind of walk. It it was messing people up, man, for real. And, like, scare zones are definitely important. People don't really talk about scare zones like that. But in terms of the actual houses, Universal got it. Facts. Universal's got it. So speaking of that, because we are going to do a whole episode geared toward Halloween Horror Night. So this is the last thing I asked. We'll touch more on it. <laughs> right. Eventually. Since we're going to two different places, we have, we to, yeah. we have to do an after episode. What are we know that Chucky and The Last of Us are announced? We know that. Give me three that you would love to see happen. It doesn't even have to be something that's rumored, but three that you all would love to see happen. Personally, my three, other than Chucky and The Last of Us, would be if they give Lady Gaga a house, I'm gonna keep advocating for that until they just don't announce the shit. Like, I hope that. They give her a house. I think that would be dope, especially after the way they nailed the weekend last year. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. I think that would be a great haunted house. And then my third one would probably be The Exorcist, which I'm sure is supposed to be coming back this year. I've heard it was coming back, but they've been doing that one a lot lately, so yeah. I don't know if they'll end up doing it. Okay, so to piggyback off of the whole Exorcist, Five Nights at Freddy's, I think I think it's gonna be another Blumhouse house. So with that being said, it's either gonna be two or three franchises, which I believe will be gonna be uh Five Nights at Freddy's, Megan, and potentially Insidious. 
That's I if feel they like a, we definitely will get Megan this year. That's if they do a Blumhouse house again. Then that's just that's just one. Right. So my second house will be a Slipknot house. Oh, you just hit a nerve with that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then this this is a weird one. Uh, the Hobbit. Touch on that a little bit. So the first Hobbit. Remember they had those giant spiders and all of that? Yeah. It could yeah, be, you know, that. something about everything that Frodo faced. Okay. That'd be good. That'd be good. And I think a Slipknot house is long overdue. I don't know why Corey Taylor is telling them no, because I know that's I know Universal has had to reach out to them before. Yeah. And then they had to. And then like the Hobbit house, that's kind of far fetched. But I'm gonna throw it, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the Hobbit out the window. Um uh, to be honest, a scream house. I was gonna say that. That was one of my. Yeah. I was gonna say definitely scream. Yeah, we do. They do a scream house. Like you were, you were literally in the middle of New York on scream in Scream Six, and we thought that we were gonna get that with the movie dropping earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? We didn't end up, but we don't know if we're not gonna get it. But the rumors are showing that we might not. But if we did get that, Scream House would be sick. Jalen, what you got? Uh, Scream, uh, I would like a Conjuring. I think the Conjuring would be a Ooh. cool, that'd be a cool house. house definitely. Good. And if you don't have the Express Pass for that, you will not see it. No nope. doubt about it. Yeah. And then um, I, would say, I was going to say probably Avatar. I think that'd be a cool one. Uh, Avatar? Yeah, I think that'd be a cool house. People? Yeah. You're thinking outside the box. Man. Yeah. I mean, that, I, that wouldn't it, be it, bad, would, it would be uh, unique. Yeah, I think it would be pretty interesting. They all look all like rigor mortis is taking over. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that would be a I mean, you see it. That'd be cool. Uh, an eight foot bloop. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. I, I I would be afraid for real. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, just the fact that the hunt season is coming up. Like, I'm so excited, man. Just to see what all these haunted houses have, you know, what they put on. What's SeaWorld going to come with this year? They, now they've been around for a few years. People are looking forward to it. What's that going to look like? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's Is Fright Fest going to turn it up a notch? Because now, like, Horror Nights and Not Scary Farm, and all, they have run off with it. Like, they've taken off. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with all of that. And it's usually around this time of the year where I really start getting excited because honestly starts talking. An Evil Dead house. They've done the Walking Dead before, haven't they? Yeah, the yeah. Walking Dead. It turned into a it turned into an all year uh, attraction at Hollywood. Okay. Tell you if they do an Evil Dead house, like just imagine the deadites everywhere you go. They can honestly bring the Haunting of the Hill house back too. From 2020, Horror Nights 21. That was that would sick. Be good. Just the way it looked. It wasn't even about, I mean, going through it was good, but just the way it looked, bro. Like, shit. Yeah, they do that. It's up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely excited about all that, man. Um, the whole experience of working in it, I don't think I could act at one of those events. Yeah, we would get fired. <laughs> yeah. <right there>. yeah. <laughs> because I'm, they they want you to scare yeah. and reset. Yeah, we wouldn't relax. No, there's Ain't no scaring and resetting with me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, too I'm, I'm getting you a car. All <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm chasing you down the block. Yeah. What was that you said <laughs> when you hopped in that one girl car that night and scared her in the parking lot? Oh, my God. When the mama made me get in the car? Yeah. So I I'm, think she said her, her kid was, like, messing up in school. Yeah, she was tripping. I said I was going to be sitting in the class waiting on her. Funniest, no, my funniest thing from you was like that. Were you like taking a picture? Uh, someone wanted to take a picture with you. You're like, you got COVID. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Dope. Oh yeah, this was definitely a 2020. I said, like, you got COVID. That killed me, man, bro. I can't wait for this season. I can't wait either, especially because this is the last one officially for real now. Well, we'll, we'll be see. back. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's what he always we'll says. I said I was done years ago. I got withdrawals right now. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, this, what drove you to want to come back, though? Uh, it's just the love of the game, for real. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, Jordan. Like, I've... So, I've taken a break 
and the break was really just a half a season. Because okay. uh, you know, I you know, I left the darkness, went to limp, and then that last year at limp, me and Michelle, we kept getting into it. Uh, yeah, so I was okay, like, fuck yeah. this shit, I'm out. Right. And then I ended up running limp the following year. And a lot of them they hate they hated that. Why though? Because I feel like you ran a tight ship. I don't think uh, there's been anybody at Limp that's really like not ran a tight ship over there. You ran a tight ship. Dan run, ran a tight ship. Uh, Dacia ran, ran a tight ship. I don't. Why do you think people had an issue with the way that you ran it when you were over there? Because I, I put my foot down. Hey. And any any bad behavior, including my own behavior, I made sure it was corrected. Or you had to go. If you don't like it, you can go to the darkness. You don't like it there, go to Creepy World. And then after that, you just kind of... And I came up. back to the darkness. <laughs> yeah. showed up, yeah. I mean, when they put us out there together, three of us, like... It's a wrap, like... The chemistry is definitely there. We have a blast with it. Yeah. And shout out to Crystal. Crystal, she's I'm sure she's watching right now. Yeah. On Crystal, the live. Crystal came in. She was like the Kevin Durant. You could put her with any group of people and it's it's like that. Yeah. We put we we put Crystal in that well, we didn't put her in anything, but she decided that she was gonna play a dead yeah. bride out there and she she nailed that shit. Like it was the southern like creepy accent that she was using along with the dress with the heart popping out, yeah. and like, I feel like she got some of the best scares outside. It was one night she dropped the whole line. I was telling some people where to go to buy their ticket, and I just heard all the barricades knock over, and I turned around <laughs> and the whole line, everybody was running. Speaking of barricades, Kayla, I hope you come back outside because I'm knocking them over every night. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we kind of have to, yeah. just because we we know you don't like it. <laughs> we yeah. got to knock the barricades over. Hey yo, so you know we we. We getting we getting to the end of the line, y'all. So you know, mm -hmm. once again, subscribe on all platforms, like, comment, tell a friend. Once again, I am Yerdy G. It's my boy Jalen. Got Nick White, and this is the Toxic Icon Podcast. Art.